Hi, welcome to Teach Me Biology, our revision podcast for A-level biology students. I'm Ria Corbett. And I'm Sarah Matthews. Hi, I'm Ria Corbett. I'm a science teacher with Biology Specialism and on Teach Me Biology I am teaching my co-host and little sister... Sarah Matthews. Biology, A-level topic by topic, to hopefully provide you, our lovely listeners, with an audio revision resource. Yes, we hope that you incorporate us into your revision and as a part of your learning journey. Dip in and out, listen to the episodes on your weaker topics or use us as your audio biology bible. Whatever you need us for, we are here. Right, so episode 43, the third of our digestion episodes and today it's digestion of lipids. Lipids. (laughs) Yeah, you got it. (laughs) So we're going to be looking at digestion in mammals of lipids by lipases including the action of what we call bile salts or bile and we're going to look at the role of what we call micelles in then the absorption of those lipids into the blood across the small intestine gut wall what do you know about lipids then to start off with fats and lipids Mm. what do you remember about it from our previous episode nothing at all okay well what i would advise people to do if you're unsure about or can't remember the structure of lipids is actually to go to our feed and refresh your memory by just listening to that episode again perhaps because that might help what we learned about lipids were that they were what we call triglycerides so triglycerides are one glycerol molecule bonded to three fatty acids each of those bonds is called an ester bond so we've talked about glycosidic bonds again haven't we in carbohydrate digestion we've talked about peptide bonds in the protein digestion these are called ester bonds, okay? And they're the ones we have to hydrolyze in order to break down lipids, Yeah. okay? What we're learning here in terms of the breakdown and the digestion is, is a little bit more detailed than what you would learn at GCSE in terms of how bile interacts with it and the formation of micelles and things like that for absorption. That's, okay. that's much more detailed. But what's the same is that at GCSE, you learn that the enzymes are called lipases or lipases, and they break down lipids into glycerol and fatty acids. That's what you learn. They're then small enough to be absorbed across the small intestine wall. And actually at A level, we still call those enzymes lipases. We don't give them any other names like we have been doing for the other three food structures. Like we refer to disaccharidases and we've been referring to peptidases and things like that. We just call these lipases and that's okay. it. Okay. But now we're actually going to refer to the hydrolysis of those ester bonds, like we have done with all our other structures, the enzyme breaking down those bonds that holds them together into what we call a monoglyceride and two fatty acids. So actually, only two of the ester bonds are hydrolyzed and broken, and only two of the fatty acids are released. The other one stays with the glycerol. Mm-hmm. So we call it a monoglyceride, so that is glycerol and one fatty acid still bonded together with an ester bond, and then two separate fatty acids by themselves. The product of lipid digestion is monoglyceride, two fatty acids for each triglyceride that you that you digest. It's difficult for lipases to work quickly, however, because lipids aren't like proteins and carbohydrates. They're not long strands. It's just a glycerol and three fatty yeah. acids. It's not like a polymer. What triglycerides tend to do, as with all fats and oils, is they group together as a big globule. So fats that you eat 
form these large globules in your digestive system. And it's it's very much like we've talked about before. The surface area is very limited that the lipase can work on. You can only work to the outside surface. All that inside triglycerides in the bit in the middle of the globule, you can't get to it. So it takes ages to get to the middle of these big right. globules to break down all the triglycerides. So your body has this amazing way of being able to do that by using bile. Bile is produced in the in the liver. It's then stored just underneath in the little gallbladder, which sits just underneath. It's yellow. It is yellow. Bile, or bile salts, as we refer to it, are then introduced via a bile duct into the small intestine. That first bit, as we referred to that in the first episode when we looked at digestion, we talked about the duodenum being that first little section of the small intestine. So that receives the bile. The bile salts are going to take the big globule and just turn that into lots of smaller globules. And then you've suddenly got all this extra surface area for the lipase can Mm -hmm. get to all the central triglycerides that you couldn't get to before. We call this emulsification. So bile or bile salts emulsify fats, which means takes large globules and just makes that large globule into lots of smaller globules. Still the same volume, it's just smaller pieces. So now you can access an increased surface area Mm. for lipase action and increases that amount of you know lipase to work so if you think about like somebody who has their gallbladder removed because it might be infected or it might have a significant amount of blockages to it in it like from stones and things like that they find it very difficult to digest fats so they just don't eat them surely so they try and limit the amount of fats that they eat and it's very difficult for them to because they don't have bile being added to their i thought it was also in the liver yeah so it's made in the liver stored in the gallbladder, put into the small intestine. Yeah, the liver does so many things. The small droplets, and this is where we introduce this idea of what we call micelles. The Mac's making the noise. <laughs> so, we, so I mentioned micelles at the beginning, being linked to absorption. Micelles are the smaller fat droplets associated with bile salts, okay? Mm-hmm. So... Think of it as like, so you've got one big large droplet that's been made into lots of smaller ones and then the bile salts are surrounding them and that's what a micelle is. So it's a small fat droplet surrounded by little bile salt droplets. M-I-C-E-L-L-E. Okay. Micelle. Or micelle. What do you think? Micelle. <laughs> And the lipase will be able to get through each of the bile salts to actually hydrolyze the smaller fat droplets and make the monoglyceride and the fatty acids. And the product of the digestion will stay in the centre of those bile salts. The digestion can take place inside the micelle. When the absorption happens, this is the digestion part, when the absorption happens, the bile salts will release those things to go across the wall. A note that I haven't mentioned yet about that is the fact that lipases are produced in the pancreas. So at A level, that's all you really need to know. Lipases are produced produced in the pancreas. It's pancreatic lipase that's then introduced to the small intestine through the pancreatic duct. So there's a tube connecting the pancreas, small intestine, and it puts those digestive enzymes along with amylases and proteases as well. 
all three of them all go through the pancreatic duct into the small intestine. So lipid digestion takes place in the small intestine. There are other lipases made in other parts of the body, but they're not relevant to A-level at this point. So there's a small amount of salivary lipase and there's a small amount of stomach lipase as well. But for some reason, that's just not in the spec. Now we can move on to the absorption of lipids or the products of lipid digestion. So that it's going from the actual gut tube across the ileum wall. So it'll have moved. All this will have happened as stuff moves through the small intestine and will now have reached the ileum, which is the sort of second half or the back end of the small intestine where the absorption is going to happen. We need it to go across the small intestine wall and into the blood vessel so it can be carried off to all the cells. So that is going to be a slightly more complicated process and we need to talk about that because like in the previous episodes I've just been saying well we've already talked about this it's co-transport across the gut you know, blah 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 right whereas this is actually needs to be discussed and taught okay mm-hmm. there's a diagram of this process if you want to pull that up so if you want to have a look at the diagram Sarah's looking at it's on teachmescience.co.uk but again if you've got a diagram from your teacher or in a textbook or wherever or off the internet Just use that, it's no bother. What happens is, as we know, the small intestine is a tube and it has lots of villi. And you can kind of see that on both diagrams that you're looking at here. You see those little like fingers, they're called finger-like projections. They're kind of sticking out into the tube and that increases the surface area for absorption. The mycelles actually brush up against those villi and that's in the ileum. And then what happens is the micelles will break down. So the bile salts are actually just releasing the monoglyceride and the fatty acids. Where do the bile salts go? So they'll just stay in the gut wall and pass out as part of your faeces. <laughs> no, not pass out like that. <laughs> Sarah did a... Not good for podcasting, obviously. Oh. She um, pretended to It was to more faint. of a physical comedy joke. Yeah. So they're now going to enter the cell. So the monoglyceride and the fatty acids are now going to enter the cell through the villi to try and access the blood. What's good about this is we're talking about lipids, the product of lipid digestion, which is lipid-soluble and non-polar, which if you think back to our cell surface membrane episodes where we talked about the structure of the cell surface membrane and we talked about absorption and we've talked about transport across that membrane, do you remember the phospholipid bilayer mm-hmm. would only allow things through that was lipid soluble, right. not water soluble. So what's good is the monoglycerides and the fatty acids can actually just pass through the phospholipid bilayer straight into the cell, which is good. You know, there's no messing about with any protein carriers or co-transport or anything like that, which we did with monosaccharides and amino acids. They need special transport methods, don't they? Whereas this is just going to pass straight through the bilayer. Once they've passed through that cell surface membrane and they're inside the epithelial cell, they're going to go to the smooth endoplasmic reticulum. And the smooth endoplasmic reticulum's job is to synthesise lipids, if you remember rightly from our first episode on the cell. Its job is to synthesise lipids. So what it's going to do is it's going to reform the triglyceride from the monoglyceride and the fatty acids. So it's going to undo what the lipase has just done. Why? Because it's already passed through. Yeah, because it's, yeah. it's in the cell, okay? What happens then is it moves to the Golgi, your favourite. Do you remember what Golgi does? Folding. Yeah, so folding, packaging, that sort of thing, mm-hmm. adding things and that. So what the Golgi is going to do is it's going to combine these triglycerides with cholesterol, 
Bad for you. Yeah, bad for you in like when you've got too much of it, but good for you and needed, essential really for your body. Right. Remember, it's in the cell membrane providing structure strength. and strength. Yeah. So you do need cholesterol in your body. It's just that with the diet the way it is, our diets the way they are, lots of processed foods, lots of saturated fats in food that people sometimes eat, your just body makes too much of it. Then it's got nowhere to go but in your blood and and then it builds up and you have starts a heart to build up in your arteries. So it's going to combine it with cholesterol and what we call lipoproteins. And it forms a particle, and you can see it on the diagram, called a... Now, how are we going to say this? How would you say that word? Silomicron. Silo. I was going to go with... Silomicron. Chylomicron. Chylo... Chylomicron. You're right, you're right. You are so right. <laughs> <laughs> Kyla, yeah. Okay. Chylo? Chylo. Like if you think like C-H... C-H... Oh, I know. Chylomicron. Oh, I know exactly how to f- learn how to speak it. Okay. How do you spell it? <laughs> C-H-Y-L-O. Right, speak. Chilomicron. 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 Chilomicron, everyone. Let's try and not say that word. Chilomicron. Okay. I got it. So what happens now is the is those things, chilomicrons, they're now going to move into what we call the lacteal. Now the lacteal is something that is at the centre of the villi and it connects to the blood. So the lipids don't just pass over the epithelial wall then into the blood vessel they actually go into what we call this lacteal which isn't really important you just have to remember that what's going to happen now is once remember the triglyceride is fully formed and that's why it needs the lacteal to get to the blood do you remember how we needed to digest it to get it through the small intestine wall and then it entered the cell and got reformed into the big triglyceride which is too big and not really very soluble that's why it needs to go into the lacteal to get put into the blood Mm-hmm. And the beauty of this now is that along the inside of the capillary wall or the blood vessel wall are membrane-bound lipases, which are going to digest those triglycerides down again. So we've reformed it in the cell to add cholesterol to it. It's now called a chylomicron. It. It's now called a, a chylomicron, and or a what is she? What is she? Chylomicron. Chylomicron. So the blood now is going to take them to all the tissue cells. And they'll be used, however, it might be that the fat's used in respiration. It might be that it's reformed and just stored as fat uh, if it's not used immediately. So what happens to it when it's in the lacteal? It's taken to the blood, so it's not having to pass over the membranes again. So once it's in the blood, it's digested again into monoglycerides, Mm -hmm. fatty acids. The blood takes it to all the cells where it's needed. If the fats aren't used straight away as a respiration substrate to be broken down into energy, then the fat is just stored in fat cells. There are deposits of fat on our body, aren't there? Hips, bum, legs, all those sorts mm-hmm. of places where it's stored if it's not immediately used. Of course, if you cut down on what you're eating, it gets used. If you have a calorie deficit, yeah, it ends up being used. That's the new information for today. Okay. So should we do some exam questions? See how you get on. Yeah. Yeah. Question one, name the process by which fatty acids and glycerol enter the intestinal epithelial cell, one mark. So over the membrane, what type of transport is it? D. 
diffusion. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it's just simple diffusion across the membrane. Yeah. Remember that it's lipid soluble, so it'll just go through the phospholipid bilayer. Question two is three marks. Explain the advantages of lipid droplets and micelle formation. Three marks. So it's basically saying, why is it important that big fat globules are made into smaller lipid droplets and micelles? So they can pass through? No. So they can be dissolved and kept tight? No. So they can be broken down easier and more surface area? Right. Increased surface area, one mark. So the smaller droplets increase the surface area, don't they? Mm-hmm. For what? Get more broken down. Right, and what do we call the breaking down? More specifically, what do we call the breaking down? There's a couple of different words you could use. Hydrolyze. Yeah, and what are we hydrolyzing? Ester bonds. Right, excellent. So faster hydrolysis of ester bonds or faster digestion of lipids. That's two marks. What do the micelles then do? Take it to the bridge. (laughs) (laughs) They carry it to what? Blood. No, not the blood. Yeah, the wall, the epithelial wall. So it just makes sure that the micelle ensures... Remember I said it brushes past the villi and then breaks down so it can pass over the wall. So it carries it directly to the epithelial cells in the ileum so it can pass over into the cell for absorption. So that's your three marks. So smaller droplets increase surface area for faster hydrolysis of ester bonds or digestion of lipids or triglycerides. And then the micelles carry the fatty acids and glycerol or the monoglycerides to the membrane of the epithelial cell. Right, question three, there is a picture. So if you want to answer this question with us, then go to teachmescience.co.uk where you'll find there is a just a picture that's been taken from an exam question. The question directly relates to a stage in it, so I just wanted to give Sarah the picture so she could answer the question. So what it says is, name structure Q in the diagram above. That's Goldie apparatus. Well done. First mark. And suggest how it is involved in the absorption of lipids. And the whole thing is four marks. You've already got one. The Golgi makes it back into what it was before when you first started. That's what the smooth endoplasmic reticulum does. So it reforms the triglyceride. What does the Golgi do? Add stuff. Yeah. So it modifies it by adding stuff to it. So it modifies the triglyceride. What does it add to it? Uh, some triglycerides. It already is a triglyceride. More triglycerides? No. Remember we had some a, ester bonds. Remember we had the conversation about the bad thing that can, the the good thing that can sometimes be a bad thing. Cholesterol. That was well it. done. And the other one was called lipoproteins. So it combines the triglycerides with cholesterol and lipoproteins, mm-hmm. and then it packs it for release to the lacteal. That's your last mark. So you named structure Q straight away. That was episode one stuff. Yeah. And then we talked about how it modifies processes, the triglyceride, combines it with cholesterol and lipoproteins and packs it for release. Now, it kind of starts to bring together what we've learned. So we've learned about the Golgi apparatus in the first episode and we talked about how it packages things and modifies things that that are made in the cell and then releases it in a vesicle. So you could talk about that. You could talk about vesicles in your answer if you wanted to. But it's interesting how we learned about that ages ago. It's been 44 episodes and now we're discussing 43. that as a real as a real thing. 43 episodes, sorry. We are
Lipids or triglycerides are made up of glycerol bonded to three fatty acids with ester bonds. Lipases produced in the pancreas hydrolyze two of the ester bonds to digest the lipids into a monoglyceride and two fatty acids. This process is made faster by bile salts produced in the liver, stored in the gallbladder and released into the small intestine via the bile duct. Bile salts emulsify the large lipid globules into smaller lipid droplets, increasing the surface area for lipase action. The monoglycerides, fatty acids and bile salts remain together, forming small structures called micelles, with the bile salts surrounding the digestion products. The micelles brush against the villi on the ileum wall and they break down and the bile salts release the monoglycerides and the fatty acids. They can now pass through the phospholipid bilayer of the cell surface membrane by diffusion to enter the epithelial cell of the ileum. Once inside the cell, the monoglyceride and fatty acids move to the smooth endoplasmic reticulum and are reformed to triglycerides. The Golgi then combines them with cholesterol and lipoproteins to form particles called chylomicron. Chylomicron. I'll tell you what I'll do, I'll just... Chylomicron. I'll just get a little bit of audio of you saying it from before and slight writing. Okay, thanks. You're not going to do that, are you? They will now move to the lacteal, which is at the centre of the villi, and transport them to the blood. The triglycerides are hydrolyzed again by membrane-bound lipases, which are on the cells on the inside of the blood vessels. They are now moved to the tissue cells to be used or stored. Got any takeaways? The first one is lipids are taken what's the enzyme what's the enzyme name that breaks some, not, there we go That's so that is in the small intestine a mono something monoglyceride and three fatty acids yeah they get broken down and there's still a fatty acid there and they go into the cell mm-hmm. and then they are put back together again yep and then i've also forgot to talk about the the attacking salt the bile salts. Yep. And I think that's enough. Gl- and lots of learning. That's lots of takeaways, mm-hmm. isn't it? Mm-hmm. So it's still April. So the wider reading is still sciencejournalforkids.org. The last time then that we're going to be pushing, pushing that on the podcast. It is lots of Article, papers, papers, articles, but written for children or written for teenagers. So the language will be appropriate. The information would be appropriate and it will upper be... Upper high school. Upper high school, yeah. So click on upper high school. It will give you all the more appropriate articles. A lot of them will be directly linked to what you're learning. So you've got those links there in the context to the real world, which everybody needs for their wider reading. If you would like to contact us, you can go to our website and that is teachmescience.co.uk. You can drop us an email at teachmebiologycast at gmail.com. You can tweet at us at, at teachmebiocast.com. Or you can find us on Instagram at Teach Me Biology Cast. Thank you very much. Send us useful things, mm-hmm. nice feedback. Tell us about yourself, what you're doing, what you're up to, why you're listening. Revision, great revision, pictures of great revision, words. how to pronounce words. If we've done something wrong, tell us that. But no abuse. Send us abuse. Don't send us abuse. Because I won't do the Don't podcast. send us any abuse. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, was that the bell? Yeah, that was the bell, yeah, yeah. You know, I think we should come up with just a little saying, like a little tagline for the end of the podcast, just something to see us out. Right. Like...
Wholesale meats. <laughs> It's a little bit off topic, but (laughs) yes. Meat, meat, meat. I think it should be something like, teach a man biology. He knows it for life. (laughs) Teach a man to eat biology. (laughs) He knows it for dinner. (laughs) That is perfect. (laughs) I use that every time. Do you remember what you just said? (laughs) Teach a man biology. He knows it for life. Teach a man biology for dinner. He knows it for dinner. <laughs> no, it was something about eating biology. <laughs> eating biology for dinner. He knows it at dinner. Something like that. Give a man biology. He has it. He's got biology. Teach a man biology. Teach a man biology. He knows biology. it. He knows it for life. <laughs> Teach a man biology. Does it have to be a man? Could it be a person? Teach a person. Yes. Teach a person biology. And they know it for life. Do you know, I think you might have come up with something here. <laughs> In a roundabout way, because I know exactly what you were doing. You were trying to be funny. I liked the, the dinner bit, though. Yeah. Give a man biology, he has it for dinner. <laughs> Teach a man biology, he has it for life. Oh, my God! <laughs> well, this is our new tagline. <laughs> We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.